Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I take you on a journey with an interview with the Gardens of Babylon founder Shishi Mariwani. She is a real powerhouse with, of course, the Gardens of Babylon, an immersive event series that combine electronic music and spirituality, but also with other projects that she is initiating. We talked about tribes, her personal vision and perception of spirituality, the online event Temple of Babylon, economical challenges during COVID-19, the future of festivals and much more. Enjoy! Shishi, welcome to our interview. To give the listeners a short background about you, um, among many, many other beautiful projects, you are the founder of the globally known event series, The Gardens of Babylon, and I'm more than happy welcoming you today to our podcast. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> <laughs> So before we start talking about the events, um, how are you today and how does your week these days look like? It's, uh, it's interesting. Actually, today, the last couple of days have been quite hard. Last couple of the last week, uh, I guess in this time of isolation, it, uh, it, it definitely goes day by day, minute by minute almost. It's not like a period that you're feeling one way or another. It could change within, um, a fraction of time. And, uh, also now for me, it is, um, today it was actually, I woke up quite grumpy. We got like all the restrictions from the Dutch government and, you know, the, uh, I'm trying to find the balance in, in, in counting the blessings that, uh, you know, all, all the good things we still have and that we're actually, we have beautiful weather here in uh, Holland. I'm, uh, I'm staying at a beautiful house of one of my uh, Gardens of Babylon family members and, Uh, my parents are healthy. Everybody in our uh, community is healthy. And uh, and then on the other side, uh, the the fact that you see the the work that you've been putting out for the past years just like crumble into bits. And last uh, yesterday, also the Dutch government said that there will be no events until September first, and all the restrictions while in Germany. Um, it is actually opening up a little bit. So uh, it's, it's, it's a very, very strange time we find ourselves in with constant contradictions, I guess. Mm -hmm. And for yourself, do you have any routines or um, things like meditation, yoga that you do to keep the balance and to be not only in that brain side that is responsible for working and pushing things forward? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, we actually, because uh, Gardens of Babylon, obviously, we have a big, we have like fifty percent is music, uh, and everything what has has to do with music, um, or at least our the sound that we work in, and then the other fifty percent is is going to spiritual education or any education that you actually um, do not get on uh, schools as we know it at the, uh, the school system, as we know it right now. 
And uh, this spiritual program, we decided now that, you know, we, we started first with uh, events online, but now that we're all isolated, it's actually an interesting time to explore. We, we, we are pushed in the present, basically. We can't look forward. There's no, no end, end mm. of this period in sight. Yeah. And, um, uh, and yeah, so how, how do we keep ourselves in, in the now? And we created basically our whole spiritual program we put online now. So it's called the Temple of Babylon. And we have like 30 classes, yoga, boot camp, meditation, self-transformation, forgiveness sessions, everything. And I, I actually participate in most of the classes. So for me, uh, for me, it's definitely about staying sane and understanding a lot about myself in this period. So it's interesting. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And I would love to talk about this program later but so basically yeah. the idea of the events that you're doing is to combine music and spirituality why do you yeah. think do those topics fit or even i would say complement each other so well yeah for us this is this is also a point of discussion i mean we have uh, we especially in the beginning of course we had a lot of um, resistance because we're we call it from spirituality to sin and uh, the, we're we're basically implementing the spirituality because we ask kindness towards yourself and each other you know and, mm -hmm. uh, we wanted to create like a, a, an environment um, that is more gentle, that is open. So instead of like going to a rave where you're, you know, where you have to take drugs almost to feel or to connect with a DJ that is so remote, we just wanted to make more connections. So also you can, you can tell if you walk on our events, you know, everybody's open and everybody says, Oh, excuse me, when they pass or they look at you, there's mm -hmm. like a lot of contact. And, um, And in that sense, it really, really complements each other. And in the beginning, people said, yeah, but, you know, how can you how can you have yoga or meditation or even mantra singing in a place where other people might drink alcohol or, or someone would take alcohol that sings along? And that is a point of discussion, but we think we think it works very well. And um, um, it's, it also offers a lot of people to explore things that they may not have seen or or you know been in touch with before so yeah yeah I, i love it i would never never change it again we always start our events with an opening meditation and that's basically to tell people listen we're going to start this night you're responsible for the energy that you bring in and used to all the energies around you that you're going to share this night with and then forget about the the, the fight that you had with your boss or um, you know a, a conversation you had with your mother it's about here and now also staying in the present being together and instead of like living out in the outside world outside of that event yeah And as you said, it's really a community of like-minded ones. Why do you think yeah. are we maybe now more than ever are feeling the need to be part of a tribe? Yeah, I don't know. Like actually now in this time of isolation, I'm really uh, um, exploring religions and stuff. And um, you see it actually always uh, in a lot of new things. But what we have, for example, we have... Um, 
from from all types of religions or cultures or even um, uh, uh, countries that were at war at one point, they come together in the gardens of Babylon and they're they are one. You know, they are the same. They are not fighting the war uh, wars of their parents. They are, you know, looking forward and being together. It's it's super. It's it's really interesting. And we. In the, I, I think, well, it, it depends because we've seen so many cultures now. So we have uh, very strong uh, religious or traditions uh, in the family. But if, if I see, look at myself and, and especially the Western society, we're, 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 we're raised almost without a religion or without that many traditions, at least if I look at myself. And then there is there is so much beauty and and teachings in either religions or spiritualism or you know mm-hmm. so um in that sense we wanted to create a place where you know without the dogma there is uh there is a lot of beauty and kindness of course in in different teachings yeah and this is really so beautiful and you started this whole um event project i think you started planning in june 2016 right yeah yeah what happened actually in the time between the idea and the first event take us back on a journey in time (laughs) um i used to i used to organize a flashy uh, events in amsterdam and then i started to go to Bergen actually and that was when the course of my life started to change and i went to india i did vipassana stuff and um i never actually realized how much that first time at burning man for example changed mm-hmm. me to on, on a cell a cellular level it was really insane and um, I, I was just wondering the, the, the construction of Burning Man, which is beautiful and uh, almost utopian, is that everything is based on giving. Mm-hmm. So you bring something to the desert that you want to give to other people there, what you basically think. So you build something from nothing and you give. But that, I wanted to bring... I, I, I didn't know there were like a million Burning Man's regional around the world, but I was so surprised that the one in the U.S., you know, was only one week, and then you were so loving and so caring and so, you know, so everybody was giving and altruistic. And, and I, I was just wondering, like, how, how could you implement this in a system where a DJ that travels and, like, gives his life and his work, you know, to create music for people that, is adored how can you bring it into how can you bring that essence mm-hmm. of of love and kindness into an well capitalist world you know where people need to need to earn money you can't ask a dj to give the rest of his life you know he needs to he needs to be um providing for himself and uh, or herself and um so so i was just like how can, how can we do it and then I, I just uh, took the pillars of VIP tables and stuff like that. That's out. Mm-hmm. And then if everybody gives their fair share, you know, how how could it ever be wrong if you don't, you know, the promoter doesn't ask uh, too much of the money, the DJs give in, but the exposure is there anyway. So, and then there's a big responsibility we put on our crowd. And then 
when I came back, I uh, I was um, involved in a, a nightclub in Amsterdam, and I uh, met uh, Sabo along the way, and I invited him to come see if the Burning Man sound, which for me was uh, unknown in Amsterdam at that time, later I found out obviously it was already there, uh, but at that time, and he came to play, and there were actually, there was like a huge uh, amount of people that showed up. So then I was like, okay, this could be something interesting. That was in June of 2016, and then I started working on, um, on like the concept with the opening meditation, and I called it the Gardens of Babylon because my father is from Babylon. Ah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, and Babylon in the end uh, is it's like a, it's a it's also a very a beautiful place in uh, in religions in the Book of Genesis, mm-hmm. um, uh, and. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's got so much meaning afterwards. But in the beginning, I just liked the sound of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then in October, we did the first show. So that was uh, that's a while ago. It was amazing. Yeah, wow. And it's incredible what happened since 2016 till now. It's really fantastic what you built or what you established there. And it's Actually, not the only project you're working on, but also <laughs> on the event series Wildest the Moon, the Editor Artist Agency, the Monastery Festival, <laughs> and so much more. So tell us, where does all this energy come from? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I do have a lot of energy. Uh, my dad, uh, he always thinks that I go ahead first before I think about anything. Um, the, the biggest, obviously, um, opportunity, well, first of all, my, my business partner. So in an early stage of 2017, um, the, the boys from Apokoi, which is a company, like a very appreciated company here in Amsterdam, uh, they do digital and uh, other festivals. They came, um, uh, I, I approached them because I have a creative brain. I have a vision. I know where I want to be with the Gardens of Babylon in 20 years. It's going to be mm-hmm. 21 years now with Corona, I guess. But um, uh, I have that vision. But uh, obviously, like the the experience in terms of production the, and, and all these things, they, they already... They know so much. So we merged in 2016, mm-hmm. uh, 17. And that was basically, that was the beginning of, um, of, of an incredible uh, uh, reassuring period, you know. And so I had like this huge backbone team uh, in the production. And then on the front side, I had uh, a, an already growing community that comes from so many different places so if i was like oh let's maybe try to do something in istanbul there would be like people already there or mm-hmm. they know people or so we got care i got carried on the one hand uh, by, by my business partner and on the other hand by the community and together we we built it to 31 cities and uh, god knows how many options and with the altitude agency i saw all these young, incredible musicians coming up. And then I would tell agents that I adored, like, hey, let's let's put them in your agency. And then they were like, no, I can't. I don't have time. I'm like, but I really, really think this is some, this is like gold, this person. And then they were like, no, no, no. And then I was like, okay, well, then we start our own agency. Nice. 
Yeah, yeah. For them, it's really nice because they get five shows at least per year, and then we just check where their t- uh, geography is good, and then we push them there, and then they get picked up hopefully by other promoters and stuff. Yeah. So yes. you mentioned that you really have a clear vision for, let's say, in um, 2000 or in in 20 years. Would you say that it's important for you to have that? clear goal to have that vision that is always driving you not per se you obviously you obviously need a drive like also now for example yeah i don't know not not per se it's just something that i carry with me Mm -hmm. you know like it's 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 how i uh it's yeah every choice i make is based on the vision and it doesn't mean that the vision doesn't alter over the years you know Mm -hmm. but it's just like I know, for example, that this um, my my goal is not um, to organize a party in as many cities in the world. My my goal is this family, this mm-hmm. community, to 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 show them how beautiful they are, you know, to themselves, to others, and uh, and, and and to show that that we are a new generation that is carried out by love, and we can change the world. We can, in 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 terms of forward thinking or peaceful thinking mm-hmm. or you know if we are connected on this level already how can we how can we come to a, a cross from each other at one point in time of war yeah i don't know so that's uh, it's it's always been like everything is is about this community so then your choices um your choices become for them, you know, instead of like for, Hey, let's do this or that. Mm -hmm. And I would say you are really adapted to the current situation so quickly. You were one of the first ones offering an online festival via live stream in March. Um, (laughs) It's called, or it was called the free isolation or the free online isolation party. Yeah. How did people react to it? What was the feedback so far you got? It was really amazing. So actually the reason why we could do it so quickly is because we did a global event for the Australian bushfire in mm-hmm. January. Yeah. So we connected 11 cities around the world from like Washington, San Francisco to Tel Aviv, mm-hmm. uh, everywhere like Antwerp. And um, we connected them. Uh, together and I have like this WhatsApp group of incredible beings in each country mm-hmm. and um, we set it up like in Mexico We're like okay we should do something for, for, for Australia especially for the wildlife you know like the, the government will always take care of the, um, the their people in Australia but the the impact on the animals that mm-hmm. was just like I, I was crying every day of, when I saw like a video so we set that up, and then when this happened, I, I just reached out to them again in the group. I'm like, hey, maybe we should do an online party. And then I got nervous because we had to do like a live stream in every mm-hmm. city, every hour, and then different DJs and blah, blah, blah. So I rented, uh, or I rented, I hired um, a streaming company to stream my event from Amsterdam, and they basically arranged everything for me technically. Mm-hmm. And then... We connected everyone on Zoom, like a thousand screens. Yeah, and and it's it's it was amazing. It was the music. It really brought people together by by connecting them on Zoom. But 
Yeah, you, with with those situations, you know, when it when it takes like we we had like a half half a million people that was interested in the event. Uh, like we had tens of thousand people that ch- tapped into Zoom or to uh, Vimeo. And then you 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 always get like the creeps, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, so we did it again, and then they already had like these Zoom bombers that they come in the chat room, and then they disturb it for a little bit. It's not it's not that bad, but it's also like yeah, why you know? Uh, I I got like demotivated by that a little bit, and then now we're try- we're working on like a new way of connecting the family and still offering music because now now all our eyes are basically on the spiritual side for a bit yeah but wow i mean that's incredible you had so many people who were interested that's amazing i mean that is really what we talked about before you really communicated the idea to that tribe so well so that people really feel connected to it and i think that's really something incredible yeah yeah it was really well it was just really nice and it was for me it was also nice i i I don't know like i really um it's it's like it's also the the human interaction that i miss the most that is like heartbreaking for me even if i see my parents you know Mm -hmm. uh, we can't hug or you know connect with each other so it's a very ice it's a it's an isolated virus yeah, yeah really so yeah. coming back to the events you mentioned at the beginning the temple of babylon um, yeah you're offering daily online events with yoga meditation breathwork and many other beautiful sessions how does the schedule for the next weeks or month looks like well, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely proud of this. So we have with our festival, the monastery, the one that you mm-hmm. mentioned earlier as well. It's like a weekend away. And, and our musical program is almost as big as our spiritual program. So from 7 a.m. in the morning to 1 a.m. at night, we have like spiritual teachings. Mm-hmm. And this year it was it, like, well, God knows if it's going to happen, but uh, it's, it's even like double the size of, mm-hmm. of offerings and stuff. So we basically took that online. So there's like a a, 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 a specter a specter spectrum of um, yoga, for example. So we have vinyasa flows um, tuning in from different places. So one from Ibiza, one from Amsterdam, and then uh, one from New York City. We're adding one from Lebanon now. Then we have a boot camp is broadcasted from Tel Aviv, Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we have. Um, uh, transformation coaching lessons. We have forgiveness for giving love basically to yourself. Uh, coaching lessons, meditations, manifestations. It's 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 uh, absolutely nurturing, and it tells you so much about yourself. Mm-hmm. And then one one that I particularly love a lot is kids yoga. <laughs> I don't have kids, but I can only imagine, you know, that your kids are, well, in Holland, they're going back to school. But yeah. I can only imagine that your kids are around you all the time. And actually, at this age, it is so beautiful to, to, to get them, uh, you know, get them or teach them yoga. Get mm-hmm. it. Make them used to yoga or, or whatever, however you would describe that. But that's that's also on Zoom, and uh, we have the kids; they are joining the boot camp as well. You know, it's just it's it, the whole program is is to on the one hand like 
uh, allow yourself to understand why you are reacting to certain things in this time or in your life. And then mm. the other thing is also a big element is to keep people occupied, you know. Yeah. My heart my heart goes out to all the people that are isolated by themselves. And mm. I, find it, I find it heartbreaking, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So for you as a festival organizer, um, because a festival is not only a, an event that takes place um, one time per year, it's really a, actually a company, it's a business, it's mm -hmm. you're employing a lot of people. So what does this situation actually mean for you as a festival organizer? Financially? Yeah, I mean, of course, the impact, the main economical impact. Yeah, in an economical, it's, it's, it's like a huge system, right? So how do you deal with that? It's horrible. Like, like my whole my whole goal was to provide work and to provide fun and smiles and mm. bring people together and it's it's just like it it crumbles like it's literally yesterday i was so angry i could not stop but like be be like angry at, at the whole situation you know mm -hmm. but this is like we we worked with over 300 djs they're all without a job but, but that's the djs what about the light technicians the the visual artists the the roadies the, our decoration teams yeah. our masseurs our everything everybody is in the same boat and then for us of course you know like we, we that's like economically everything we worked on we wanted to you know you, you want to grow or like get more people on the team we still we're still with like two full-timers me and then i have uh part-timers and freelancers mm -hmm. so you know i wanted to build on the team or you know invest in maybe a a, a, a real-time yoga school or And everything is just like paused. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I don't want to, I'm, I'm going to refuse to age a year over this year. You know, I'm just going to stay the same year. <laughs> this one doesn't count. Mm. Uh, yeah. So like economically, we're, we're depending on how long it will take. Uh, we're, we're slowly going back to zero. I mean, we have some time, but uh It's, it's it's devastating for the for the whole music industry i feel like we're yeah. we're hurt the most i was talking with my good friend oliver and uh, he said like we us in the football football industry but like mm -hmm. the football industry is so um so wealthy you know the music industry obviously is there's there's a lot of wealth in the music industry as well but like uh, I have all the artists and like the freelancers it's It's very, it's painful, painful. Absolutely. Yeah. How do you think well, our festival world will look like when this is over and also which chances do you see? Well, there's like, um, there's a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to also understand like uh, if, this, if this was like a universal or divine message, you know, What do we need to change? And mm. and this is actually the time that all the clubs, all the promoters, all the festivals can actually implement sustainability in a proper way. Um, there is, uh, I, I just, I, I really hope that um, 
that we get our mobility back, that we're not going to be um, a masked society for the rest of our lives, you know, that we have, that we're going to be on festivals where everybody's just wearing masks and stuff. And we're a very hugging, loving community, you know. I hugged uh, half the festival last year. <laughs> and now, and then, if that's, is, is that something that we're going to fear? I don't know. But I, I do hope that everybody is going to take steps, you know, to um, listen to the earth. I mean, our, our industry is definitely an industry that has a lot of impact on uh, sustainability and stuff. But there's also a lot we can achieve. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. So thank you so much for your words. I think this interview was very, very inspiring. And is there mm -hmm. anything that you would like to share that I didn't ask you? Um, I would just, uh, no, I, I would literally like to send out all my love um, uh, to the people that would tune in for this. Um, make sure that you forgive yourself if you're sometimes angry or sad. You know, it's a difficult time. We're all going through the same. And um, uh, focus on uh, being kind to yourself and we'll get out of it at one point in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And it's okay to be angry. It's also oh, okay sometimes. to have a, have a day where you just sit on the couch. I had a day like this yesterday. I thought my whole life is shit and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. So I stayed it's over at yeah. the couch and today, voila, I feel much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. It's in and out. And fortunately, we, we are fortunate, and in your case as well, yeah, that you wake up and it's a new day, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And at least it's a good sign that you're not depressed yet. So, uh, yeah, thank you for um, for this interview. It means a lot that you thought about us. Thank you so much. And I hope we can meet maybe end of this year in person or at the latest next year. Thank you so yes. much for the interview. Rather sooner than later. Have a great yes. day. Thank you. I don't know how you feel right now, but I feel really inspired about the talk and the words with Shishi. It's fantastic and immense what she did in the past and I can't wait to follow her journey in the future. If you want to find out more about the festival, join the Facebook page of the Gardens of Babylon and take part in the yoga sessions, the breathwork and other beautiful spiritual happenings. So hope to see you there. Keep safe and try to keep the balance during these challenging times. Looking forward to meeting you online. Thank you so much for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned. So I've been thinking a lot and I've been reading a lot and I've